I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, hustlers. We know that this 2024, the entrepreneurial journey is filled with challenges. An often overlooked aspect is the time-consuming task of processing payroll and managing government requirements. And did you know that the average admin spends a whopping 50 hours per month dealing with just government compliance? That's time you could be spending on growing your business, or let's be honest, taking a well-deserved break. But fear not, we got a game changer for you, introducing Sprout Solutions and their tailored solutions for MSMEs called the Payroll Starter. With Sprout Solutions Payroll Starter, you can finally reclaim your time and get your life back on track. Say goodbye to the stress of remembering tax dates or worrying about missed payroll runs. This bundle is designed to make your life easier and your business more efficient. And here's the best part. The cost starts just at 5,000 pesos per month for businesses with up to 10 employees. Yep, you heard that right. That's just 5,000 pesos per month. So why spend another minute routing in payroll paperwork when Sprout can revolutionize the way you manage your payroll and government requirements? Take the first step towards a more efficient business today. Visit sprout.ph slash payroll starter monthly 5k. If you missed that, don't worry. We have it in the description box of this episode. So click that too. And again, big shout out to Sprout Solutions because your time is too valuable to be spent on paperwork. Reclaim it with their payroll starter. Now let's begin this episode. It's possible to build anything, right? With technology, pretty much possible to build anything. Uh, It's only a question of time and cost. Welcome to Hustle Share, the podcast that features the daily grinds of unique hustlers around the world to show not our differences, but that our hustles are very much alike. Now here's your host, Ronster Baipyong. Welcome to episode 12 of the Hustle Share podcast. My name is Ronster and I am your host. And this episode is brought to you by Payroll Hero. A time, attendance, scheduling, HR and payroll solution for Philippine companies. So if you're new to the show, welcome and thanks for tuning in. So if you're if you're wondering what this podcast is all about, basically Hustle Share is a podcast that lets you improve your hustle by learning from other hustlers. Now I want to give you a heads up because this podcast is all about sharing our battle stories and our, our scars and whatnot. We're trying to highlight the learnings and the journey, not the stuff that we like to highlight in social media, which is t- technically what we don't go through. So if you want to learn a lot of those things and apply it on your own hustle, this podcast is for you. However, I just want to give you a heads up because this podcast has a lot of profanity and explicit words 
like we talk about it not because i have a bad mouth and whatnot it's just really how i talk so if you're not comfortable about hearing cuss words and a lot of it please go ahead and 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 turn the volume down and make sure there's no kids or you're not you're not in an environment where a lot of people can hear you now make sure as well uh if you're going to listen to this uh there's proper parental guidance this is not supposed to be heard by kids or if, if worst case if you want to just consume this content uh that's very going to be helpful for you please put on a headset all right now let's begin to the intro of this episode because what this episode is all about is basically um the hustle of a tech co-founder and in this episode we're going to be talking to mr andre navarro He's the CTO of Bookie, a very popular app for foodies here in the Philippines, probably even the best app, uh, arguably. They're always in the top 10 in the App Store and the Google Play Store. Check it out. And a lot of you probably know this. In this episode, we're going to be highlighting how he started out as a developer, as a programmer, how he spent his early days in trying to feed the love of, of programming, and then how he spent almost 20 years already in terms of coding. Andre will also share the right mindset in developing and creating products from scratch in terms of developing and programming. And lastly, he's going to share how one developer can become a CTO and climb it all the way to the top and develop Manila or the Philippines' best food app as well. But that's not it. We got more for you because Andre gave away a very, very big resource for everyone who's going to be listening to this podcast. So please stick around. And if you're down with that, let's begin the episode right now. Welcome to Hustle Share episode 12, where we're getting to feature uh, a very unique individual. As we, I've known him for, I haven't seen you in years, my man. Right? The last yeah. time, I can't even remember. So I think it was probably at one of the uh, smoking areas at a, at yes, a startup I'm event. I'm cold turkey now. Okay, that's good right. for you, man. Yeah, so um, we're, we're here with the CTO and the, the, the brain and the code behind <laughs> the very popular food app, Bookie. Right, so let's welcome Andre Navarro. Andre, welcome to the show. Hey, man, what's up? What up? What up? So again, thanks for being here. And again, I'm, I'm very amazed because we we know each other way back. It's just like that's like the common theme I have. Maybe maybe 2012 yes, at one of the, the startup, startup weekends. Weekend. Holy shit! And I remember you saying like. Yeah, let them do their pitch and all that. But when the party comes, that's that's your scene. That's where you're gonna dominate. <laughs> yes, because every fucking shit, every time there's always a party, and that's my pitch. Right, right. I, I couldn't stand out in in the in the rubble where everybody's trying to compete for the mm-hmm. little attention of the VCs or whatnot. Mm-hmm. I had to get myself. But that was a lifetime ago. It feels like it a lifetime, right? But Dre, um, again, this episode is very special to me. Uh, because as you know, uh, I've had I've founded two companies, right? Mm-hmm. And both of them are tech startups. Right. And what I want to just shed lights on, a light on, is that in a tech startup, obviously it's a fucking, it's right there, technology, right? Right. We get a lot of, we get away with a lot of stuff as founders or the CEO guys, right? The hustlers, because in, in, in a triumvirate of startups, there's always three H's, right? The hacker, the hustler, and the creatives, right? right? Usually. The hustlers usually are the ones that are, or the salespeople are the ones that get front. But it doesn't mean that the 
designers and the and the developers mm-hmm. or, or the hackers are not hustling because it's right. just a different hustle. But to be honest with you, dev companies or startups ain't worth shit without mm-hmm. your work. You are the bread and butter and everything else in between. So that's all devs, not just me, right? Correct. Anyone who's uh, ever built something for someone with an idea. Absolutely. And that's the that's what this episode is all about. We're right. going to dissect today what what's the hustle of a developer mm-hmm. and what not and how that how an idea turns into a to a uh, uh, top app in the mm. Philippines and whatnot. So Dre, before we do that, let's let's just shed some light. What's your hustle? Right. So my hustle yep. is helping other hustlers build their hustle. Wow. So it's right. a hustle. It's 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 like inception. <laughs> right. <laughs> hustle um, So how do you do that? Um, technology enables a lot of the ideas yep. and it helps um, that's why startups can scale so fast they use True. technology to um, to implement their ideas Correct. or to modify the existing market so Correct. that you know it can be accessed in a different way Correct. right so that that's very good so just to shed light at least on, on your current hustle now you are the chief technology officer of the bookie app Right, right. We, we we all know, we all see that and all that. Your co-founder, which mm-hmm. is Ben Wintel, basically Miss Mr. Isa Calzado. Right. <laughs> he hates that. So I like to say he's the face of the company, True. the same way you're the face of the company. Yeah, but I don't, dude. All I do, to be right. honest, and I'm pretty sure Ben will probably echo this too. Right, is just fucking. We're the Barker, right? <laughs> but it's you guys, and I keep telling my dev team here. My shit ain't worth shit if you don't realize. I'll look like a complete fool right. if, if, if you don't realize. So just shed some light on what you do and how vital your role is in, in Bookie. Right. So Bookie right now, um, my, my role has changed from okay. four years ago, right? Okay. Four years ago, it was figuring out how to build that thing. Yep. Um, Bookie at the start was a restaurant directory, right? Yes. And we wanted to solve a unique problem here in metro manila where yep. internet was bad yes. so we had to figure oh, out a way to make sure our app worked without internet so that was the I unique remember. thing right, right. Uh, about bookie um and then eventually we went into um deals yep. where we did uh, table bookings for a discount right, right as well as buy one get one deals because yes. we had a lot of users using the uh directory app Mm-hmm. We wanted to uh, capitalize on those users and yeah. maybe earn some, you know, money from them. Okay, and then now it's a it's a membership or some sort yeah. of a freemium model, right? Yeah. So we give out uh, a month free to try yeah. out all the deals, and then mm-hmm. after that, um, it's one ninety nine per month to yeah. access all the deals at over. 3,000 partners, 3,000 brand partners right. all over the Philippines. And I hate to say this, but I've used your app a lot to be, mm-hmm. become the fat guy that I am now. I love food. I've given up the nightlife stuff. And right. I, I, I have uh, changed that with, with digestible food food <laughs> sources. And you guys are, are a, a big uh, factor to that. But Dre, before we get into deep and and, and, mm-hmm. uh, and dissect literally how it's... Sorry, just, just on that. Yeah. Um, sometime around October last okay. year... We added um, fitness, fitness and beauty deals into our. Do you app. feel bad for those people you made fat. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what I'm saying. Like, if you need to get in shape, you can still use right, our app. Okay, to do that. there you now. Bookie, you know, we, they make you fat and they make you healthy <laughs> at the same time. 
So, Dre, let's now, again, you've heard this in a few episodes. You've listened to some of the episodes. You know that there's a time machine here. Right. So, we're going to write that. And I, I'm very interested because I never got to ask you this. Most of the time, it's, it's, it's you know, smoking speak. It's a lot of bullshit and yeah. whatnot, right? But how did you become a developer? How did you uh, envision, how did you start this career? Like, all right, this hustle of... I want to build shit. I want to code because that's yeah. a totally different hustle in itself. Right. And I respect all developers, no matter what type of level you are, what type of language you, you do. But how did that start for you? Right. So um, a lot of developers I've met in the okay. States have also had this story. Okay. I started learning how to build programs okay. when I was maybe... Eight nine years old. No fucking way. <laughs> um, it, I wasn't it was, even like pre-puberty. I didn't even know how to like jack off at that time. <laughs> it was You're just building code. It was just um, you know, simple things like wow. printing out your name or simple calculator stuff. But um, it was really for me making the uh, computer Shit. do do what I wanted to do, right? Was um, it because of gaming? Because a lot of devs that I know was primarily interested because of gaming. So, so you started out, yeah, I started out playing computer games, but right. the, the actual programming aspect itself was really just figuring out how to make the computer wow. do things. So that curiosity really <laughs> sparked out from, yeah. from the get-go. Okay. Um, so I guess a side story. Um, yeah. When I was a kid, um, I used to go in the computer like maybe... Four, six hours a day. No way. <laughs> and, and, and of course, my, my siblings couldn't use the computer. Right? <laughs> You're the computer hog. So, so they're all like, they're all. <laughs> they hate you. Right. When we were kids, they all got into the uh, sports teams, varsity, right. all of right. that. And, right. I, you know, I'd like to think that's because of me hogging the computer. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. Right. They got the scholarship. Yeah. Well, because of you. Okay. Um, you 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 spend a lot of the com- time in the computer, and mm-hmm. what were you doing in the computer? Um, not porn. Not porn. I was like a <laughs> wow. kid. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, I was building stuff, uh, figuring out how stuff works. So um, there are a few simple. Um, you, you you like nabuta mo pa naman yung dos dos games, yes, right? Yes, yes, um, yes. I used to change the high score on those games so that no it would be way. me and that, so that and no they one didn't could know be it was you. <laughs> no, I, like, I would just put my name there, right? And it was really figuring out how things worked. Um, how do you do that? Again, this is a side hustle on its own. Right. How do you self-teach yourself oh. when there's no internet back... Or internet was shitty as fuck back then. How did you do right, that? Right, right, right. So it wasn't entirely self-taught, right? Um, right. I guess... Um, I had my tito living with me at that time, and okay. he was uh, he was taking up computer science for wow. or computer engineering, something wow. like that. And you know, I would just watch him, and uh, he really helped enable that curiosity. You know in what me. this feels like? This conversation. It feels like Tron. <laughs> Tron, right? That's how they. Yeah, yeah, Peter, yeah. Uh, you know, the, the the dad went into the yeah, computer yeah, system. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then eventually he disappeared. Apparently right. he went to the game. But right. But also, I'd like to think that I'm also lucky because you know I'm one of the guys who had access to a computer. Like yes, back then that back was back then luxury. '90s, right? That not not everyone had access to a computer. Yeah. Um, you would only access it through school. True. And True. they would teach you how to MS, uh, Microsoft Word. Yeah, how to right. do whatever. Right. Stupid stuff. Right. 
but now it's 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 in, integral to what we do. Yeah. So Dre, from from that early age, coming through high school now, mm. did you take up the the obvious now to what what course did you take up right. in college? So let's talk about high school really quick. Okay. Uh, high school, there was a programming competition. Wow. Um, Which high school did you say? There was programming competitions. So back then? so I went to a public high school in okay. Baguio City. Baguio, way up um, right. Yeah, where, that's where I'm from. Um, so we joined this like national computer competition is what wow. they called it. Um, so we were able to place regionally. Wow. And then I got to compete in a programming competition um, nationally. I was maybe 15 years old. Wow. Um, again, it wasn't that big back then. Um, we won second place. Holy God. Wow. Uh, got beat by uh, some uh, guys from Pisai. But Pisai. Pisai. But again, Pisai. Pisai. <laughs> we were talking about this in, in, uh, in a previous episode, a couple episodes back with Kat Chan. Mm. We were talking about like how hard it is to get to Pisai. It's yeah. no joke. It is no joke. Holy shit, right? But dude, uh, being the bridesmaid on that one is mm. not, it's not something you... That, uh, you just take lightly, right. so Dre, you you won that. What was the 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 decision? Like, all right, I'm good at this shit. Like, I, I'm mm. second place overall nationally. What did you take up? And did you still still stay in Baguio back then? So um, it was time time came where I needed right. to think about what to do for college. Right. Okay. Um, at first, I was thinking about going into like a path to a law degree. Because, uh, yeah, some of my family are... Okay, okay, know. cool. Um, and the reason for that was, like, I've met all these computer science guys, okay. and it seems like I know more than them. So I was oh, thinking, like, what, what, what can I learn, right? Got it. Um, but I saw this uh, program at Ateneo, Ateneo. MIS, which yep. um, mixes the computer science side and the uh, management side. Ah, um, so business so in, application. Yeah, right? something okay. like that. So I took that up in oh, uh, wow. Ateneo. Not going to tell you what year. Okay. <laughs> uh, the, the, it's usually the older people. That yeah. <laughs> we're, about the, we're about the same age. Yeah, so. but, yeah no problem. <laughs> we grew up in the 90s, let's just say that. Right? Yeah. Okay. So Ateneo. Um, and then when I took the, uh, the programming courses, okay. I, you know, I just felt natural doing it um yes. actu- it's like you're actu- calling from an early age yeah right? i actually tutored my entire block no way <laughs> just so you know to make sure everyone could pass are you kidding their exams me? yeah that's pretty dope and again that's the, the helper and you help mm. hustlers huh, hustle <laughs> exactly. at an early age right but great walk me through this because this is where a lot of uh, a lot of students especially developers also always say this that mm. a lot of what they learned in school didn't they didn't get to apply at least in in the setting now mm-hmm. they, they didn't get to apply it maybe because they, they they're using a different programming language or right. whatnot and when they look for a job whatever they learned is in school got thrown or out the window what's the hustle like learning your or learning to code in school mm. and how did that transition to your to, to like lear- applying that in your first foray into to, right. to the developing shit right so I think um, some people have the wrong perspective where you okay. learn X language get a job doing whatever doing Microsoft okay. stuff doing Java okay. stuff but really I think um, what what is being taught in, in programming courses in college is really the ability to think 
like a pro- programmer to think Got like it. someone building things to okay. think about designing applications okay and if you get yourself into that mindset um you can the, the language almost doesn't even matter the language just becomes a tool that you use to execute that idea to okay. execute you know that design that you have in your head got it how does one um like design that let's just walk it for those people who are mm-hmm. not familiar with, with programming and mm-hmm. how to code. I couldn't code for shit. That's one thing <laughs> that I regret now. I should have taught myself instead mm-hmm. of partying too much uh, right. when I was younger. I should have learned how to code a little bit because it's a 21st century skill. It is. That, you know, that in, if, you're, if you have kids now, or your kid, like, mm. you need to learn how to code or right. write code or read so, code at least. So I'm going to say, I guess, something maybe controversial. So okay. a lot of people are doing this, right? Like right. learn to code, teach right. yourself how to code. Okay. Um, and they're focusing on the language, focusing on, you know, trying to get a web page up or something when they should really be focusing on the problem solving aspect, mm. the building aspect. And I, I really believe there's, there's, an, there's still some talent that you need in order to be True. successful in the uh, coding Absolutely. Um, career. Correct. Like, Everyone can learn how to cook, but not yeah. everyone's gonna be like a Gordon Ramsay, right? True, right. true. You know, I, I I can I can write Hello World. You're right, right. Doesn't mean I'm a fucking good coder. Right. Right, and whatnot. So, uh, Dre, how did you uh, now after college? You were now you're like already a teacher at that at, from that point. Where now? I think I remember your background. You mm. taught programmers. Are you taught school? You were you yeah. were in the academe. So so right? how what were your first job after school? Right. Okay. okay. So let, let's talk about that. So um, after graduating, I worked for this small. No, I wouldn't say small, um, but a company, um, okay. a startup. Okay. But it was late stage startup, maybe a hundred employees. Wow. That's out big. of um here and they were building or we were building um um security software anti-spyware software um the the founder of that company i don't know if you know is uh, david foot he's the head of xenia now xenia so i used to work for him Um, that was my first job um spa right yeah so the language that we use there is actually different from what you know, we learned in college, okay. so we had to learn how so you to... You have to unlearn and literally now it's it's like, just to put it in perspective, what we're, lang- what we're talking about, for those people who don't understand, <laughs> right? Language is literally like a, a, a normal language. So if something was written in English, mm-hmm. right? And you have to rewrite something and you don't know how to write, like for example, now you have mm. to write something in Mandarin. Right. And you never had a walking background right. in Mandarin. You have to build something in right. Mandarin. It's that hard. Right. And now you, you came into this. How did you hustle to learn that? Because a lot of my devs, my junior devs are, again, I, I love them. They're, they're spectacular and I would do anything for them. But mm-hmm. I can see their hustle, but I don't know how to empathize. It's hard. How do you go from learning all this shit in school and now it's a totally different thing? So every, um, I guess, experienced developer will tell you that you have to learn a new thing maybe every two to three years. Wow. Just whatever the in thing is or whatever okay. the new framework is that will help you build um, your application faster. Sure. Like it's just a natural part of the job. Yeah. And a natural part of the hustle is keeping yourself updated. True. Right? It's, it's actually moving faster now compared to maybe yeah. 
two, I don't know, two decades ago. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's just just hard. It's just keeping yourself updated, reading yeah. uh, a lot of you know blogs, a lot of resources, following Google shit, yeah, and yeah, go yeah. look at other people's rep repositories. Now exactly, exactly. Now, before we take uh, our first break, mm. Dre, I have a very important question that I always see mm. that, that in, 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 in a in in a dev environment, mm. it's a community. It is, right? yeah. Right. Um, whether you're uh, part of a team mm-hmm. or you're freelancing somewhere right. or whatnot, right? There's always this community. It's like a village, really. That mm-hmm. that mentorship is very important yes. for a junior dev and uh, and and uh, senior dev. Mm-hmm. When you were a junior dev, what who taught you, or what were the main things that your seniors or your mid uh, stuff that taught you that that helped you out in your in your hustle? Um, one thing that I guess my, my senior developers taught me yeah. when, I, when I was younger was that it, it's possible to build anything. Yes. Right? With technology, yes. pretty much possible to build anything. Yeah. Uh, it's only a question of time and cost. True. And right. this is where I'll <laughs> what not. So before we discuss time and cost, because that's a total different thing. Yeah. That, I'm in that business now. You right. know, a lot of people, yeah, I want to chat back. But this is my budget. Like, right, you know what right, right. Let's discuss that after a break. And when we come back, let's talk about the challenges of creating a project from, from that. And then let's progress to how you ended up being in the academe, now mm-hmm. being the hustler, to the educator, and all the mm-hmm. way to being CTO of the Bookie app. More of that after the break. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey guys, I have a very, very exciting opportunity I want to share with you guys. If you're a B2B startup founder, listen up. Your ticket to growth is here. Introducing Impact24, the Philippines' largest B2B SaaS challenge. Calling all startups in their pre-launch, pre-seed, or seed stages. This is your chance to accelerate their growth. Submit your pitch to Impact24 and get ready for a 10-week intensive program to elevate your solution. What's in it for you? How about up to 500,000 pesos in MVP project support, exclusive credits from industry partners, personalized mentoring, and a shot to pitch at SASCON PH, the country's biggest SAS conference this April. But yo, you gotta hurry up because submissions close on January 26, 2024 already. Don't miss out on this opportunity to take your startup to new heights. Apply now at saschallenge.ph that's sasschallenge.ph. And good luck, and I'll see you guys in Impact 24.
And we're back from the break. We're still with Andre Navarro. Or let's call you Dre. Dre sounds Dre, cool. Yeah, like, Dre, Dre sounds like your Dr. Dre. Yeah. What up, Dre? <laughs> what up? <laughs> Andre Navarro or Dre of, of uh, CTO of the Bookie app. But again, let's let's track back a little bit in how how a dev really functions. So Dre, before the break, actually, you said that you know um, it's a different grind for a developer to to create some. Well, just walk us through real quick. On how before we talk about costs and, and, and timelines, right? <laughs> not sure if you want to talk about costs, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah, it's a totally different thing. And, um, uh, let's talk about first what what a developer has to go through on a daily basis mm-hmm. to write code. It's 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 not easy because you need to use a different side of your brain to mm-hmm. fucking use logic and build shit up. How's that like on a daily basis for a developer to write code? Right. So. I guess from my experience, generally it starts with an idea guy, right? An okay. idea guy has this idea to right. build something. Right. And um, usually the idea guy, someone like you, right. someone like you Crazy or Crazy motherfucker. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Has a very strong emotion attached yes. to their idea. Like, yes. I want it to do this. I want it to do this. Right. I want it to be fast, etc. Right. Um, so now you have to... Take that idea, right. dissect it into the very, and do a very detailed atoms, list of like things. To the atom, right? Exactly, right. list of things right. that um, will constitute um, the the totality of the right. idea. Right, and then you'll figure out Let's how to up. how to implement those things in a in certain, certain technology, timeline, right, and right? a certain timeline too, where. When you talk about sprints, a sprint for those people who mm-hmm. don't understand, I'll put this on the show notes. Right. But sprints are basically two week spans. Depends on the company, but right. two week spans of functionalities or features that right. we can only do. Right. The harder, the more complicated shit you want, mm. or the, the crazier the idea, the longer it would take. Right. Right. So now we will go Generally. to segue to this. Right. There's three factors always in in a developer's point of view: mm. fast, good, and cheap. All right. You can only do two. Right, right. You, you can, can never do, do three, right? You can never do three. So if you want it fast and good, it will never be cheap. If you want it fast and cheap, you'll never be good, right? And all that. So it's always that triumvirate. Pick two out of the three, right? Right. So how hard is it when these expectations are being thrown at you, and you're there's this idea guy who doesn't know shit about what she wants to build and whatnot, but the one all the three. What are the challenges of a dev to to create that? Right, so it's really about sharing in in the vision, right? That's right. what I believe you you have to do as a technical co-founder. You have to um, believe in this idea, right? So that you can passionately spend time building. The it. buy-in is important, right? That's yeah. why you get all these developers working, you know, through the night, hackathons, right? Right. Drink, to, they live in pizza and Red Bull. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yep. Um, and it's really that. It's really sharing that vision. True. Um, I've had to do that now. Like I'm, I'm a co-founder of Bookie, and I've had to share um, the vision and everything to, to these developers that I guess and yeah, are prior to in my this, team this, and this, trying to mentor. Uh, interview, you were saying you're you're a little late because you were firefighting. Yeah, which is, yeah, hey, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's normal. Yeah. yeah. So I totally understand, but. Right before we talk about your, your current grind in Bookie, you went from your first job. Mm. How many more dev jobs did you take before you went to the <laughs> academe? Right. So um, 
uh, maybe a couple more. Same, right. same, same uh, setup where okay. there was an idea guy starting a new company right. um, and needed someone to implement it or uh, someone to figure out the technical side. Sure. Um, for a while, I also went to the States, just checked oh, it out for wow, a bit. Wow. Um, not because of work or anything, but you know, just check it out. Just sure. To, to, sure. When to immerse yourself in in the in yeah the Silicon well, Valley. Swag. I was in Silicon Valley. I okay. went to Wyoming, <laughs> LA, 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 uh, la la la. <laughs> I found I found tech work there. Oh, I worked at a uh, fashion company. If you could oh, believe that, I did wow. their uh, website inventory stuff. Nice. Um, and then you know, I just wanted to do something for the Philippines, so I came back here. That is awesome. So, Dre, quick question. So, you've, you've done all these jobs. Mm. What was the common denominator uh, and what were your key takeaways and the learnings in those hustles that you did? Because, again, when, you, when, you're, when you're young, you make a lot of errors with your code. It's, it's you bugs. Do, yeah. like we call it bug city. Yeah. You know, bugs on bugs on bugs yeah. and whatnot. Right? And then you become better. Um, how does one developer become from being a bug source mm. <laughs> to technically become better at it? And what was, how did you learn to, to become good and, and be better with code and, and writing code? It's really uh, practice. Mamba practice. mentality, right? There you go. Right. Very uh, lala. <laughs> so when I was younger yeah. and uh, um, I'm, I'm married now, so I have a yeah. kid. So there's less time to... Uh, Code. To do learning, right? But when you know, I was younger, I really immersed myself in learning new things, yeah. reading, um, reading tech blogs, reading right. you know this hot new framework that came out, and trying it out. Nice. So, outside of work, I would still be learning. Yes, um, you 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 spend a crazy amount of mm. time just to shed light on a daily basis when you're on your hacker mode. Mm. How much time do you spend? Because here's, here's what I remember. A lot of my early devs in Party File and whatnot. When we smoke, mm. I felt like, what, what the hell is this guy? Like, I'm talking to you. You're not even looking at me. You're mm. looking at the, the, the blank spaces. Mm. Apparently, in his head, you know, when he, he, they, they take it at home. Especially mm. if there's a bug and they can't figure it out. Right. <laughs> they can't sleep. They, right, this, right. Is, this is like a mind fuck for them, in, in right. lack of better terms. How much time do you spend just trying to figure out and immerse yourself in code? Encoding. So, so you you do the code at work, right? Right. Um, maybe part of your leisure time. Maybe I don't know. Um, for me, it got up to maybe two three hours a day on like just learning the wow. new things. R and D. Well, but but also because I enjoyed it, right? Yes. I enjoyed it. I I really was curious, and I really liked um, consuming that yeah. knowledge. Yeah. Um, what's good about I guess the developer community out here is they also like sharing True, this knowledge. So there's, like lots the meetups, there's lots of meetups. There's lots of... There's so many now. Crazy. Yeah, yeah. The, the developer, uh, you know, there's so many... Ha I, I'm not sure if what, uh, what if hackathons are, are always a good thing and whatnot. Mm. I, I'd like to get your opinion on that later. But there's it's, it's very giving, you know, mm. uh, with the likes of the Jason Torreses of the world, who, mm. who's not physically there, but if you look at their GitHub or the mm. Rico Santa Cruz's of the world, right, and whatnot, right, right. holy shit, right? right? Like, holy God. You, you Rico even has time to go to the gym, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How do you even do that? <laughs> right? And now Jason's all Jason too, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? So, 
it's crazy, right? It's it's a giving uh, thing. So again, from from that Dre, your experiences, what was the common denominator about those gigs that you did, and what were your key takeaways and learnings that you did? Because there has to be something in common. Was it mm. the crazy idea? Was it, did you like the challenge that it was giving you? Didn't want the it's just whatever yeah. and whatnot. So I, I guess they were all startups, right? They were all okay. chasing this vision. Okay. Um, and what what I learned from that is that startups, the the natural path is failure. Yes. Right. You we, know we, this. We, 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 that, that hurts. <laughs> Don't rub it. <laughs> no, but we were doing. Right. Well, when was that? Maybe oh seven, oh eight. Yeah. Um, it was early. It wasn't, there was no it wasn't startup movement. Uso. Yet. Uso. Yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, I was really chasing that vision, chasing that dream, um, which is what we're trying to do today with Bookie. Right. Um, How does it feel like when what you built, and I, I hear this a lot with developers, mm. that you, you, what you built didn't fly? I guess that hurts. I mean, from a hustler's point of view, it's yeah. like, shit. I put right. all my heart in there, especially for devs. It's an equal hustle, maybe even more for you guys, right? Right. How does that feel when something you built didn't fly? Right, so when you're trying to build something, um, it's like you leave a, li- a little piece of you, yeah. you know, with that product or with yeah. that project. And of course, if it doesn't, um, you know, become the success that you wanted it to, it, it feels bad. Right. But for me, it, it really helps motivate me to, you know, do the next thing. What did I learn from this experience? Right. What do I need to do next time so that we can... Um, we can avoid the okay. mistakes that we did, um, but a lot of it, a lot of it also comes down to luck, right? Um, yeah. Especially with the startup uh, grind, the yeah, startup hustle. A lot of it, it's it's hard work, it's, it's talent, too. but it's also luck, right, right? place, right time, right, 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 right. I, I, like I always <clears> say, <throat> people always ask me, "Hey, Rod, what did you do to get acquired?" Mm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, to be honest, uh, because. I was just lucky enough to be a first mover. Mm-hmm. But in, in terms of what I know, mm-hmm. I know what I fucked up on. So I, I know the what not to repeat. And maybe that, 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 that sped up the process right. of how not to fuck up anymore and be in a position to be acquired. Right. But if you ask me how to get acquired, if there's a playbook, there's no playbook. Mm. You know, you just got to hustle. That's mm-hmm. it. And, you know, the, the harder you, you work, the luckier you get. Mm-hmm. Now, Dre, let's, let's talk about now, from, from that point, how did you become an educator? Right. Because that's a totally different thing. Now, this is where I really want to learn a lot because I see a lot of hubris mm-hmm. in the developer community. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of hatred. You guys fucking DDoS each other's work and whatnot. <laughs> <laughs> There's white hat and good and black hat stuff. What are the key principles and how did you get into... Let's, let's do that first. Let's, how did you get into the academe mm. and what are the key things you always want to teach uh, your students when they make right. developments, right? Um, so I don't know what the what the community thinks I do for teaching, yeah. but I only taught part time. I taught part time um, computer science in uh, Ateneo. Yeah, but dude, you're teaching in Ateneo, and you're completely. This well, not a it's because school. like I knew the faculty there. They put out an ad um, asking graduates, "Hey." Right. We're in need of teachers. Um, would you be interested? So you know, I applied, um, did a teaching demo, um, yeah. and then taught these uh, 
students. But it, it was natural for you because you fucking bailed out a lot of your classmates <laughs> growing yeah. up, right? So I guess that's like natural. Quite funny for you. story. Um, right. One of the uh, faculty said, I guess the first few weeks I was teaching, right. um, they said like, "Hey Dre, um, we we knew you were the guy building the projects of all your classmates." <laughs> <laughs> so you know we had to pretend like you know that yeah, they did it but we knew know, we knew it was you yeah it was right? your code bro <laughs> yeah. there's too many similarities <laughs> yeah right? you can see it um right. so yeah um getting into teaching um really was i guess a way for me to try out like what can i do to help you know the developer community here sure. and maybe i can start at the source maybe okay. if i can inspire just one student to you know yeah. get into a development yeah. career and you know, be, be able to be hustle. Great shit, right? Yeah. yeah. Then you know, I've done my job. True. Right. Um, so that time that I actually started teaching, um, I went. I was working at ProudCloud before right. that with Jason. Right. And you know, I knew I wanted to do this teaching thing, so I had to, um, I guess, leave ProudCloud because sure. there was a schedule conflict. Right. Yep. I couldn't, you know, really commit. True. To a full time job at ProudCloud. Right. Um. And actually, that's when Jason introduced me to Ben, and that's wow. you know where our working relationship started. Yeah, because you guys, I always see you guys like, what is this guapo guy doing here? <laughs> I was questioning my gender. I was like, <laughs> apparently, it's Isa Calzado's boyfriend. So, damn it, Isa, husband now, husband. Oh yeah, now it's husband. But back then, who's this hot guy? Right? I was, I forgot that I was straight for a minute. No, but okay, you you met. Uh, ben mm-hmm. uh, uh, in in Proud Cloud, but before that, what do you impart with your students? Right, right. Because a lot of hubris goes on in the dev community, especially with the young mm. guys. That they like to pick on other shit. Oh, look at this guy! Like, look at the fucking. It's not responsive and whatnot. I see that a lot with the younger guys, mm-hmm. but I, as I see guys mature, mm-hmm. it's a totally different dynamic. Why, why is it like that? And what do you like to teach guys going through your journey now? Or how long right. have you been coding now? Like 10 years, 10 plus years, whatnot? Maybe 20. 20 years. Yeah, Holy yeah. shit, right? Uh, well, started when I was younger, Still, right? Still, 20 years of yeah. shit, is, 20 years of the grind or the hustle mm. using code is not a joke. Right? right. I guess for my students, I so it, in addition to teaching them the technical stuff, sure. in some of my classes, I try to talk about like how this gets applied to the real world, okay. what happens in the real world, and okay. what, what the career path is. Okay. And um, that you really have to go through you know, being a genu- junior developer yeah. and um, continuously Mid. updating your knowledge every year. Okay. Right? Um, yeah, and for those that um, aren't as good with the uh, programming side, I tell sure. them there's also a path for you. There's a path for project management, project management, QA. the business side, the, the yeah. hustling side. Right, right. No, there's a lot of application to be honest, yeah. and it's it's not a doom and gloom kind of thing. Right, but at least there's a even if they can't do it, there's right. a there's a fundamental understanding of how you know these programs work, these applications work. Absolutely, yeah. and and that's very important because if you can't put things together and you don't understand what the hell is going on mm. you're going to be lost in the whole right. conversation in the jargon and whatnot right. and what so dre now let's talk about bookie right, right? you met this guapo guy in yeah, yeah. right how, how did there, you, there's you, actually some debate 
whether Isa、uh, was first or it was me, right? Oh, so, okay, all right. Isa <laughs> knew how to code. I did not know that, right? So, all right. How did Bookie come about?、Um, so before Bookie, Ben and I built、uh, a few things. Okay, we built a dating app together. We'd、oh. like to think we. You know, we thought of it before Tinder. Okay. We'd like to, but you know, it didn't really fly. <laughs> this, was this pre-Isa? Like, why? No, this was Isa. Isa. Oh wow. Okay. Cool.、Um, we built、um, a、uh, karaoke app. I think that's when we yeah, met. Yeah, I remember. We were doing this turn-based karaoke right, app. Right. Um. So, with so this turn-based karaoke app. Right. Right. Um. We, we knew we had something. Voices. Duets. Duets. Right. 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 We knew we had something, but you know. People are not going to sing non-popular songs, right? So we、yeah. needed to get, you know, the, the ability to get popular right, songs. Right, right.、Um, so we talked to like music licensing people,、mm. right? And that process just took a while. Yeah. So pre-Spotify even here no, in the no, Philippines. No, Spotify. Yeah, here in no, the Philippines. No, this is around、year. 2012. No,、uh, there was no Spotify. I I I forgot the. I was using. Shark.、Uh, this is what the group Shark or something. Yeah,、like、yeah, that, yeah.、Right? That was that was using that. Anyway, we were waiting for、uh, music license to happen, music、right. licenses to happen.、Um, so we built Bookie.、Um, Bookie was actually Ben and Isa's idea because they like、wow. eating out.、Um, and you know, when you're in Edsa and trying to think about where you're gonna eat in Makati, yep. And three G was、question. really three G was really bad back、yeah. then, right?、Good、I don't、luck. think LTE was no no. Ways would clock out back then. <laughs>、um, Holy shit. So so it was hard to Google like where to eat in Makati, right? right? Right. And so one day he came to me, hey, why don't we build this? It's a phone book. I call this restaurant almost every day. Why don't we build a phone book for restaurants? But it has to work without internet. Okay. So what was the sec? Two things I wanted to ask you here. What was it with Ben that、mm-hmm. made you want to work with him? Because again, you you tried a couple of stuff, and what was the sacrifice in your end? Because being a CTO doesn't mean you get compensated. Top dollar、mm. for your services, right? Because、mm. it, it's a different thing when you're a hired gun and you're you're working and whatnot、mm. in a, in a in a proper say,、uh, big company like an Accenture where they、right. pay you top dollar,、right. class A. In in a in a startup, you take you have to take a significant pay cut, yeah, right. And then also you have to balance that out with working with the、mm. idea guy, the hustler guy.、Mm. And you need to marry that, and you have to have chemistry. You have to、mm-hmm. have that mutual respect with each other. Yeah. So I've worked with, I guess, a lot of idea guys.、Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Ben and I just have that chemistry, I guess. Okay.、Um, Did、um, Isa get、really、jealous? With this? <laughs> sometimes, sometimes my wife gets jealous.、Um, but yeah, it's the ability to actually sell that idea, yeah, and at sometimes push you to, you know, make what you're building faster. Yes. Execute at this faster. Correct.、Um, yeah. So, out of all,、um, I guess the co-founders I've worked with, you know, we really. Then it's the most poggy too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is the weirdest homo shit we've done as straight men. Again, no homo. We well, everyone, no everyone knows that, right? Yeah. Everyone knows. Like I get kilikunis. Hi, bad. Hi, bad. <laughs> So it so that's the dynamic, but、right. let's let's now walk into how hard is it to scale a fucking app? Because I know this, I I did this game. That's、right. why I have a different startup now because I failed.、Right. Let's talk about your journey and how you grew Bookie from a, being a directory 
all the way to being the best booking app Thank in you. Metro fucking Manila. I only feature the best here, yo. What's up? Right? But if they pay me, like, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but yeah, the best food app in Manila. More of that. App- Hey, Hustlers, it's time to talk business once again, and we're excited to share a bit more info about our sponsors, Sprout Solutions. And again, just like what I said at the start of the episode, you should check out Sprout's Payroll Starter as you grow your own startup. Because this bundle that they have is literally what you need to take your startup to the next level as you grow your employees. And this bundle is your key to freedom, including payroll outsourcing to experts, a subscription to timekeeping and attendance software, and government compliance services. Sprout's Payroll Starter has you covered for payroll, BIR, SSS, and taxes. All the stuff that no founder loves to do. So let Sprout handle the busy work and say goodbye to lines and tax payment stress. All this for as low as 5,000 pesos. Again, that's just 5,000 pesos all in for your payroll and HR needs. So visit sprout.eh payroll-starter-monthly-5k or again, just click the link in the description box of this episode to elevate your business management game. And again, big thank you to Sprout Solutions liberating your time for what truly matters. Hey Hustlers, wish there was an easy way to open a bank account and grow your money without the hassle of lengthy application process and income documents? Well, I got good news because today's sponsor, Uno Digital Bank, is here to help you achieve your financial goals. You can easily open an account with the Uno app in just five minutes and one valid ID. And as one of the six digital banks licensed by the Banco Central ng Pilipinas, the company is committed to providing customers with simpler, better, and more accessible banking. Last year, Uno Bank was recognized by the Asia Banking and Finance Awards and bagged the title Open Banking Initiative of the Year due to the success of its partnership with Gcash, one of the Philippines' leading mobile wallet platforms. And with the Uno mobile app, you can access an hashtag UnoReady savings account and enjoy daily interest crediting. With their hashtag UnoEarn or hashtag UnoBoost time deposit accounts, you can enjoy a high interest rate of up to 6.5% per annum. Enjoy monthly payouts with hashtag UnoEarn in flexible tenors with hashtag UnoBoost. Other app features include pay bills, the Uno Virtual Debit MasterCard, life insurance, scan and pay with QRPH, and phones. And the one thing that I really love about Uno Digital Bank is they're open to collaborate with a lot of Filipino startups. I've had a chance to see the partnerships that they've had lined up with the startups that they have, and it's truly exciting to see how a digital bank like Uno can enable startups to unlock the power of fintech through digital banking. So if you're ready to elevate your banking experience, download the Uno mobile app today from the Google Play Store or App Store. Or if you want to collaborate with them, I'll be happy to give you an intro. Just shoot us an email at hello at huffleshare.com. Hey, Hustlers, I hope you're having a great 2024 so far. As you know, a lot of startups had a very challenging 2023, and hopefully things are going to do better this year for a lot of us. Not just because it's the year of the dragon, but also because our sponsor, Dragon Pay, is here to help your startups process payments in the most efficient way. Established in 2010, Dragon Pay empowers businesses of all sizes to accept and disperse payments through secure and convenient channels, giving your customers the flexibility to choose the payment method that suits them best. With over 85 partner channels, 35,000 partner branches nationwide, including QRPH, e-wallets, crypto, buy now, pay later, and many more. 
They also process an astonishing 15 million transactions processed globally each month. Dragon Pay is your trusted choice for online payments. And here's something to show you how legit Dragon Pay is. Dragon Pay was named FinTech of the Year at last year's Philippine FinTech Festival in 2020. So let's make 2024 extra prosperous for you and your startup in this year of the Dragon. For more details, head on over to dragonpay.ph. That's dragonpay.ph. Trust the pioneer, trust Dragon Pay. And we're back for the final part of this uh, Hustle Share podcast interview with. Uh, she yes, I asked him prior to the break. I said, "Do you want to be called Doctor Dre?" So yeah. apparently, I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be. Uh, Just call me Dre, okay. the tech guy. Dre, right. the tech guy. All right, <laughs> Dre of CTO of the Bookie app. So right. aside from before the break, aside from. Ben being the most poggy co-founder you've ever had. How many had. times do I have to say it? Right? Like you really, do you yeah, want to? I'm, I'm really. Do you want to get him on this podcast? <laughs> no, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> Just kidding. But anyway, so Ben uh, and you guys hit it right out of the park. All right. Was it Eureka right away? You saw the number. You did see the numbers right away, or was it a couple more iterations before you saw traction? Right. It was really um, experimentation. Right. We yeah. did this um, booking thing. Okay. And um, it, it worked great. Like right. before us, booking wasn't really a, a behavior yeah. that people did in yeah. Metro Manila. I'd like to think we helped enable that behavior. Sure. Um, but a lot of the time when you're eating out, you're walking in Mega Mall and it's right there. So it doesn't yep. make sense to book. Right. So we needed, um, you know, we needed a way to capture that audience True. of those who are already in you know, right on the mall, spot, instant, right on the spot. instant stuff, right? And uh, yeah, instant buy one get deal, buy one wow. get one deals. Um, um, really worked for us. Um, How hard is it to develop an app? So again, prior to the break, I mm. mentioned that I empathize with you because mm. I did something similar. Mm. It was also in the same consumer market, right. but it was a sub niche of what what this niche is. I right. was doing nightlife, and I remember. It was very, very hard because people mm. just don't... Let me just shed light into this. It's hard to create an app because you're not just building one thing. You be, you, before you ship something, you have to configure it in two major things, Android and iOS. And each thing, each app, technically, is designed intricately because it has to match the specs of your phones. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It can't just be a buy one, whatever, and just boom. That's why I'm right. making chatbots now because it's so hard to create an app. And that's why, why you know, every single time there's a bug right. and whatnot. Plus, plus, so you have these apps, right? Right. Um, there's a whole lot of things happening behind the scenes. Okay. Um, those apps need to connect to a server. Right. Need to, you know, gather data from a server. So it's not, yep. the app is just one aspect. Sure. It's a whole, you're really building a whole platform. Correct. Right. So it's very hard. Walk us through how how that without going into the details because your competitor mm. might be. Just, it's, it's fine. Just right? kidding. <laughs> they can um, so, just kidding. So right? a lot of startups. A right. lot of startups start with an MVP, right? right. Minimum um, viable minimum product. Minimum viable product. You've talked about this before on right. this podcast. Um, and yeah, usually it's one developer, one right. or two developers with the idea guy building that MVP. How many were you guys when you started this? 
Um, there were two of us. Yeah, um, yeah. I remember like seeing you in Pratla a couple times, right? Yeah. So and this it was, was me and another right? another Before? mobile uh, developer. So yeah. I was like, my my background is really in building the the server infrastructure, the back end DevOps and whatnot, right? Right. Um, so yeah, we we built that MVP, um, but we also used that MVP to gain traction. Wow. So the problem is. Uh, when you have an MVP that's not perfect that you put out there, yep. yeah, um, bad reviews. Well, no, no, no. You put right. you put it out there, and you know it's barely holding together with the scale <laughs> that you're trying to achieve. Right. right. Um, so you we'll you break. but you needed to do that because right. you needed to validate your idea True. really quickly. True. Um, and so we've we've gone like four years now. Um, there's still some of the old gold that's there, right? That we can't really just um, remove. remove because right. it will break shit. And a lot of people right. are using it already. A lot right. of people are using our app every day, right. and you know it's very risky. And to different remove. versions of it too. Some right, people right. don't update their fucking apps. Right, right. Um, but at some point, um, yeah, we needed to figure out how to make sure this would scale. Right. So once you hit that product market fit, right. all the things that you did as you know with your MVP needed to be cleaned up, needed right. to be built in a more proper way. So Dre, you're you're you said uh, prior to the, the show that your role is totally different now. Mm. You went from two coders to now having a how big is your team now? At it's least now, a dev team. So dev team is now thirteen. Holy shit! Right? Um, the company itself. There is about seventy people. So there, ah. there's guys in sales who make sure sales in BD who make sure we get yep. you know the Booking deals, prime the nice that's deals out there, that gold thing that you <laughs> see in the restaurants. Um, right. We we have a really great content team. Absolutely, right? the, the, your lists. Oh yeah. my god, yeah. that was a growth hack of a growth hack, really. right? And I'm pretty sure when you guys see that, the, the, the upticks, it's symbiotic because it's not just you who benefits from it, but those also those restaurants yeah. also you did. And that's why. They like working with us, right? Nice. It's just it's just genuine uh, content. Yep. And then, um, in order to uh, scale up really quickly, we have a let's call them our operations team who oh. helps, you know, support the backbone people. <laughs> yeah, right. help support the technology right. in the areas where technology falls short, and we needed ah, to do it manually. Human intervention. Human right. intervention, yeah. right? Um, but as we're growing, we needed to really um, build in a lot of automation, build in yep. a lot of, you know, utilize technology to solve our everyday business problems. Correct. What were those key things that, that really made it, if it was barely holding in together? Mm. Now... It's scale. How many, as we speak, just rough numbers, how many users do you guys have now at, as we speak? <laughs> like in terms of downloads. Because people don't understand. It's hard to get an app out there. It's easy to make an app, but for people to download it, continuously use mm -hmm. your app, it's a totally different thing, right? And acquiring, right. acquiring users is very, very, very expensive, right? Right. Right. So for you guys, how, how are your numbers so far, at least? Um not sure if I talk about the exact numbers. Yeah, but um, part, let's but, say uh, six figures. Shit! Um, I was happy to get a, a couple of thousands right. before, right? Um, yeah. So we, but we've been out for a while. We've been out for four years, um, and we do a lot of efforts to really re-engage with and retain a lot of our users. Right. Um, How do you hold that up and make sure it doesn't fuck up? Because one false. <laughs> bug one false crash right if it makes someone's phones 
slow. They oh, that's happened to us. That's happened you. to us a lot yeah. of times, and it's right. really just scrambling to get that fixed. Right. right now, we're putting you know better processes in place right. to make sure you know it doesn't happen. Right. Um, but we're still really uh, used to that startup speed. That yep. sometimes it's hard to slow down. True, right. True. Um, so yeah, it's just putting uh, better processes in place. Um, right. Now that we, I guess, have uh, resources in terms of yeah. money, it's easy to just just buy another server, like just Ball. buy something to scale up and just right. throw money at it until we can solve it, you know, elegantly right. using rather technology. than you try to like because you can't lose them. these users, right? Correct, yeah. correct, and that's very important. Now, Ray, walk us through now your hustle. It's a totally mm. different dynamic from being a junior dev. Mm. How does your role change to being a CTO, and how does one get to that level of someone to lead a whole dev team as a CTO? Right. So, yeah, most startups start with a technical co-founder, right? Right. And usually, that technical co-founder builds the first version yep. of um, the product, right? Um, as you scale, it's just gonna get. You know, the, the, the things or features you need to build just get more and more, right? And you need right. to respond to um, what, what the users are asking for. Yep. And it's not sustainable as one person. True. So you have to continue to build um, the team. Yep. So it's like every year in, in Bookie, right. like I've been writing less and less code. At the yes. start of this year, the first two months, I barely wrote anything. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, which, that's, that's, uh, that's, 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 a, that's a role. You become yeah. more of a teacher than a whole yeah. thing. Well, it's, 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 that, it's yeah. also, um, you, you sort of become a proxy to, to the CEO. You proxy ah. to um, the idea, right? Okay. So in the same way that um, your founder or your CEO um, sold you on this vision, and you need um, to re-evangelize that now. Yeah, you need to re-evangelize that with younger people, right. with newer people who are less invested in it right. than you. Um, so, so my role has shifted from building stuff daily to trying to get processes in place, trying to make sure um, people are organized, trying to make sure um, we're getting stuff done, we're getting shit done every day. Yeah, and... Um, that's which, hard. which reminds me yeah. um, to anyone who's looking for dev work. There you go. We're actually hiring. <laughs> Bookie, if you want to be part, if you want to be part of working with the be one of the best developers and CTOs out there. There's a lot more. There's like, there's a lot more better people than I am. Like right. Jason and all these guys yep. really know how to build. No, correct. Stuff, but right? the thing is, with 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 that, anyone who's worked with Proud Cloud before mm. have been taught. At least it's work with Jason to mm. be specific. Mm. Have been taught great fundamentals mm. from 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 that get go, and mm. I've seen a lot of people work in under, under that field who's right. now doing way way better and right. doing their own separate careers, right? So if you want to work with with the right <laughs> fundamentals, you know, clean code and all that, right. the, the bookie is hiring. Um, how do they get in touch with you if they want to join the bookie team? Um, you can post my email, right, okay. on the show notes. Yep. Um, you can also visit, I guess, phonebookie.com. Phonebookie.com. Yeah. All right. Before we wrap this baby up, let's talk about hustle tips for developers. Right. Right. If someone wants, if a junior developer is listening now, mm. 
How do you hustle your way from a junior dev all the way to CTO? Because not everybody ends up in that. Yeah. People get to senior level. Eventually, you know, everyone has their own trajectory and career mm. path. Mm. How do you, what are the things that you need to do or sacrifice to get into a CTO level? Because again, as a CTO, as the first guy to build that product, mm. you got to fucking sacrifice too, mm. right? Because sometimes you won't even get paid first, mm. right? You know, you just got to buy in. It's like, yeah, this makes sense. I you have to believe, be right? Right. How does that, how do you become a CTO? Um, it's really hard. And I'm still learning what exactly it means okay. to be a CTO. So I, I like to, um, again, it's really about trying to get as much knowledge as you can yep. from different sources. Um, right, even even today, like um, I spend maybe still two hours a day reading, listening right. to um, other people who are way smarter than me, yep. and just learning from them. So that humility that yeah. you know, I'm not a finished product. I gotta learn more, learn yeah. more. And now, is your product is the 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 the. The, the the weight on your shoulders is bigger because everybody looks up to you. Hey, Dre, what do we do? Right? Yeah. And all that stuff. Now, Dre, let's talk about tips. Right? Mm. If you were, you say, let's put on your professor hat again. Mm. Right? What would be, you were talking to a junior developer already. Mm. They learn how to code. They know how to code and whatnot. Right. Aside from what you told them earlier, being hungry, what are the hacks that they need to learn in order to build good code? Because I always see, uh, hear this, that Better programmers write l less lines of code now as they mm. go along and they get more shit done rather than you mm. hold a whole, build a whole monolith full of shit code, right? Mm. How does one become a better programmer? Um, well, one of the ways is to find a mentor who will, because okay. every, every person's path, every person's style is different. Okay. And uh, getting a mentor will help you identify like which specific areas right. you need help on. Um. What else? I'd like to um, think like on that journey to um, to doing a more management oriented role. Um, a lot of devs are really very. I, I don't mean to generalize, but a no, lot of them are really no. very introverted, ah. right? And they're not used to uh, talking to people. Yep. Um, so there, there's some aspect of soft skills as well that gets you somewhere. Right. And it's also um, the ability to look at a problem not just on its technical merit, right. but also on how the user would experience this problem. Got like it. Um, the user doesn't actually see how elegant the source code is. Correct. What they, they feel is shit. the user right. experience. Like so, whether it's good code or shitty code, at the end of the day, if you know the user gets what, you they, know, want. what they want, right. Um, you can get away with a lot of shitty code. <laughs> uh, but again, I, but I, there's, I, there's yeah. proper ways to do it. True. But again, it's, it's, it's about balancing um, you know, what you need to deliver right. uh, versus doing something technically elegant. Okay. So there, there's a risk involved as well because anything, shortcuts that you do will bite you later Yeah, that's, it's, it's a can of worms. You know? yeah. Eventually, you'll have to pay. But if price. that's like sometimes you just need to do what you need to do, um, in order to fulfill the vision, ship it. In order right. to ship, ship it, it right. not not doesn't have right. to be perfect code, especially right. in the startup land where pace and you know getting yeah. it done is yeah. more important than beautiful code. Last, lastly, Dre. Now, I, I see this again happening a lot, where there's a lot of programmers who are also not 
not fortunate enough to have a mentor mm. right there to be physically mm. uh, helping them out. Like for example, people who are freelancing and whatnot, mm. right? How do they access and how do how are the what are the hacks mm. to 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 get more education? Aside from of course the obvious googling, right. what are the little things that they can do to to, to learn that? Right. So. Um, yeah, the the great thing about uh, we go back to Proud Cloud again. Right, right. That gave me really access this, to this episode is not sponsored by Proud Cloud <laughs> because first of all, Jason is no longer yeah, there. Let's so not talk sponsored about sponsored by Jason Garage. Right? By Jason, <laughs> this sponsored by Jason Torres and Mashup Garage. Okay, right. But it really gave me access to this, I guess, community, the right. same community where we met. Right. Um, so there are a lot of. Um, organizations out there. They're okay. really their their goal is to help out developers. True. DevCon. There's a free yep. code camp. Yep. There's a yeah. No, Fackers. So expose or, yourself to those types of communities because yeah. it's your tribe. Yeah. You know they're not there. You're not. I mean, a lot of younger ones again. Where I see it with a lot of immaturity too. People. Mm. Like to compare their shit and then who mm. I'm a better coder. Yeah. Your your shit is but so the nice. thing I've learned on that aspect right. is there's always always gonna be someone better than me. True. And if I use that as a measure of um of my worth or of how how good I am, then it's never gonna be enough because there's always gonna be someone better than me. So rather it's it's for me like. Um, Knowing what you know and knowing what you don't know, and then addressing that, absolutely, and then building something. Right, that is beautiful. Right, but that that's very true. And again, a lot of hubris and naivete, and this mm. it's called being young. But I've also encountered some devs who are quite old already, and they still mm. act like that. It's like, dude, that's not your code that makes you better. It's mm. it's about. Well, that's why I, I like uh, devs who are like you, who are mm. paying it forward mm. in their own, their own hustle, mm. who 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 pay it forward and. The most people, the, most of the best devs I know are the most humblest devs out there. Well, I would say I, I brag sometimes, but you know you need to do it in, or, in the right place. Right, right, right? correct. But it's, it's not where you're trying to... I hate it when people try to put other people's work down. Right, because, right. In, again, you're, you said it right. Someone else is going to be better than Always, you. Always, right. Right? And you know what? You're, and the, 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 the most bitter pill mm. is called the humble pie right. when someone shoves that up your mouth. Right. Right. So thank you that for that, Ray. Now, I'm not going to let you go without some really goody, 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 goody stuff here. <laughs> right. So for someone who wants to try Bookie app uh, right now, we have a little something, something right. for, for, for we have a little promo code. Or right, that, that right. Uh, Dre and his team prepared for us today. So Dre, if they want to uh, avail of that, what do they get and what do they need to do? Right. So um, you can enter the promo code do the hustle do the hustle in our app so that you can do that through settings enter promo code okay and we'll give you an extra month of bookie Two subscription months of bookie right so when you sign up you get one month free this promo code unlocks another Not month. Not one, value. but two. <laughs> That's good. Which gives I, you access again to you know all these partners. Right. Um, Dude, I'm going to talk about again. the partners. Right. This new one is Shakey's. Buy one, get one, much of lunch. Um, there's uh, Krispy Kreme. Dude. There's Jamba Juice. Um, there's a lot. Okay, I'm, I'm getting fat just by <laughs> hearing that already. But Dre, thank you very much for being here. Please do invite people to download your app. 
and 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 if they want to follow, if you want to be mentored by you, and again, uh, talked about your journey and then whatnot, if, if they want to join your team, how do they do that? Um, yeah, so I guess you can find me on my most publicly accessible channel is Twitter, Dre not, Navarro. Oh, Twitter, okay. Yeah. You're a Twitter dude. <laughs> yeah, I'm a Twitter You're dude. You're not in YouPorn or YouTube. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> You're too old for that. Yeah. Right, okay. Not on Reddit. Are you a Reddit guy sometimes? I or? am, but like it's not a public thing yeah, for me. Like, Reddit's too crazy. Twitter sometimes. is just yeah. the, the easiest. I'm not an Instagram guy. Okay. Be weird uh, if you're there. <laughs> but you're a Twitter. But yeah, dude. Twitter, Twitter, okay, yeah. So at uh, Dre Navarro. Ray Navarro. D-E-D-R-E-I Navarro. N-A-V-A-R-R-O. Correct. All right. So Dre, again, thank you very much for yeah. visiting the Hustle Share podcast. Yeah. I'm, I'm so glad you went by. And again, thanks guys. If you guys uh, want to learn more about this episode, please do check out the show notes. And this is it. Uh, and download our app. Download the app, of course. Uh, Bookie. Bookie. Just search for it. Play Store or uh, App, store. app store. store. Follow us on Instagram. Yep. Bookie app. Follow us on Twitter. Follow us on Facebook. Thank you, Drake. Um, Appreciate there's that. a whole feed of food and uh, all these deals that yeah, we have. And they have uh, two Foggy founders as well. <laughs> <laughs> Again, this is Hustle Share Podcast. And I'll see you in the next episode. Peace.